Sunset Lake CBD is a majority employee-owned hemp farm located right outside of Burlington, Vermont. Before they started growing hemp, Sunset Lake Farms produced cream for Ben & Jerry's. Sunset Lake CBD doesn't use any pesticides or herbicides to grow any of its hemp plants, and they use organic fertilizer and other sustainable farming techniques to ensure the long-term health of the soil and to minimize their carbon footprint. So like all of us, my days are really stressful. By the end of the night, my kids are in bed, I'm taking a minute to chill, but I'm still unwinding. I recently started using the Relax Gummies infused with CBD isolate, reishi mushroom extract, and ashwagandha root extract. I'm really glad I tried these because they really helped me get ready for a good night of sleep, and I really think I sleep better, so I'd highly recommend it. So check out Sunset Lake CBD today at sunsetlakecbd.com and use the code HFPOD for 20% off your order. That's sunsetlakecbd.com and use the code HFPOD for 20% off your order. Farmer-owned, Vermont-grown, Sunset Lake CBD. Hey everyone, it's Cam Hurt, host of the Best Show Ever podcast, and we have got a second season coming out very soon that I am very excited about. We've got some very cool special guests, including musical acts that we all love, like Karina Reichman, Daniel Donato, Jake Brownstein from Eggy, Rick and Peter from Goose, and many more. Tune in for new episodes dropping on Osiris Media March 5th on the Best Show Ever podcast. All right, we're live. Hi, Jonathan. Hey, RJ. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. It's warm. Is it warm in this part of the world? Yeah, uh, I'm trying to stay in my bubble. How's your bubble doing? <laughs> it's doing. Uh, it's doing good. It's doing good. It's um, the AC units are still working. Well, that's good. Maya's here. Say hi. Hi, Maya. Um, AC working is good. Yeah. It's um, but you have it off now, right? Uh, can you hear it? No. Then it's off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's just me and Jonathan today, which means maybe we will be extremely fast, but prior performance <laughs> does not guarantee future results or something. Um, well said. Um, so, Jonathan, we have the second night of Star Lake here. We have some stuff to talk about because there's, there's um, you know, obviously a lot of a lot of specific set list stuff and jams, but also maybe broader themes that we should get into. But um, should we get straight into it? Do you know anyone who was there? Um Probably, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I I don't want to say no and then have somebody go, dude. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I think I probably I know a few people to varying degrees. You know, knowing people is is a spectrum, right? Um, yes. So yeah, yeah, I probably do. But our friend, none of my close close, there. close circuits. Oh, okay. Yeah, with a, with some friends camping. Now they're heading to Syracuse, which I know a bunch of people are doing. So nice. you know. It seems that, fun. Sounds, that sounds sweaty. Um, I hope they're having That's, a great time. Well, I'm extremely sweaty in my office right now, even with the air conditioning on. So, you know, it's all relative. Yeah. Um, <laughs> should we get into set one? Yeah, let's do it. You want to okay. run it down? Yeah. The, my first, my first, uh, and I don't know if I probably said this before, but I don't really webcast. So 
my um most of my listening is the next morning when I wake up and look at the set list for the first time. And what I thought today when I saw the set list was, wow, that's a lot of songs. And we're gonna talk it about it. It is that. a lot of songs, but I don't even know if I can we will say get all into these. it. I can I can um, do it. Okay, yeah, you it. should go. I don't yeah, want to run out of breath. Watch me knock this out. All right. I never needed you like this before. Okay, the first song title is so many words. No, sorry. Um, then Turtle in the Clouds, Llama, Clear Your Mind into Sample in a Jar, Taste, Ocelot, Julius, Saw It Again into Sparkle, Ass Handed, and Sand. Um, it is a lot of songs, but uh, I have thoughts on this this sequence of songs. Um, I think it's you, a, a... I think you should do go it. Go ahead. Okay, well, I was going to say... I think it's a fun set. Like, first of all, it opens with a good ripper, turtle in the clouds, then Trey's, you know, then we get some banter, right? And uh, our, our friend Brian, who is not here, uh, has some comments about that, you know, notice that the looseness and the banter kind of overcomes a, uh, what, it, these are his words, a standard slash recital set one. Um, well, I definitely think they enhance, right? It's, it's, they're having fun. Trey's making jokes about not dancing and, drops a sprockets reference in there um llama rips clear your mind is fun that hasn't been played much um and uh you know i i don't know it's it's a lot of good songs well played though um i love the juxtaposition of saw it again and sparkle it's uh, they, the way they did saw it again it, you know it's a kind of a tune that slows down and this this version in particular it slowed down right at the end and they do sparkle which speeds right up and then fishman comes out with a comment uh you know well this song is uh you know it's about the same thing i'm not quoting him accurately and uh sings ass handed which is hilarious and uh you know it's really kind of true um <laughs> a little bit you got putting your out your, yourself out there um and uh and then a great sand to close it up it's so many songs but again really well played i thought and i dig it so okay i think that's fair no turtle in the clouds dance so from Shermith, that gets a zero out of five yep but um, trey just wants to watch us dance and yeah, play fair. his little guitar Fair. Um, <laughs> I would just say, well, uh, first of all, I forgot to say at the beginning that this week we are almost at our big Ardmore Music Hall Man extravaganza. And so you all should check that out. Go to OsirisPod.com slash Philly and come hang out with us this week. And then come hang out with me and Jonathan and Megan and Brad and Matt on Saturday, August 5th in New York City for our 10th anniversary party. Okay. That's I think, fun. yeah. I mean, you know, part of the, I think Megan has mentioned this before, maybe other people, but it's sort of like a, I, th I feel like Fish has created this, this thing that, you know, creates, like, I think in one of her reviews last week, I think, or last year, I think Megan said, like, if Fish wasn't like always so good and kept being good, then like we wouldn't expect them to be awesome all the time, you know? And I think there's like, <laughs> right. And I don't mean that in like relation to this set necessarily, but I do think when I, when I wake up and look at the set and I'm like, okay, you know, there's 10, 11, four minute songs or whatever, four to eight minutes, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm looking for that. Like, what is that thing? Because they play a bunch of shows and there's so much fish to listen to. I'm looking for that like breakout thing, you know? And I think you're looking for the, what's the thing that like goes big, goes 
yeah. stands out as unusual, if you will. <laughs> Although on this tour, a twelve-song set might be the thing that's yeah. unusual. True, true. And in there, you know, it's a, it's a good set. It's not like it's yeah. it's not boring by any stretch of the imagination. I think it's it's good, you know. So I think that's like the. But I do think there's there's people. Well, you know, we've talked about this a lot, but you kind of look at the set list. You're like, okay, this is uh, you get, you know. 12 songs like is that is that does that have re-listen value and i guess that's a different question than maybe you know mm-hmm. right so a couple points right the i, I logged on to the internet last night like mm-hmm. one probably should never do and um i saw people asking the question um does fish have too many songs in the rotation and i think that is fucking absurd um and here's why like and that's that's not my my response it's just part of my response so um a few years back when it when 3.0 was rockier we're gonna say it that way they would trot out these bust out songs and whatever that they hadn't really rehearsed. And it was fun, but they weren't that good. They were sloppy and da 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 da. And people asked the same question. Is Fish trying to have too many songs? Uh, I would rather they play them well than, and, you know, play 20 songs well than 30 songs okay. And that, those numbers aren't indicative re- of reality. It's just, you know, the idea of like having a shorter, song list with better performance well look back to what i just said three minutes ago about this set they're playing it well like everybody who's like oh they play slow llama because they can't play fast llama listen to last night the freaking rips like they can play a fast llama yep and i think that's a really good they can play a good ocelot. They can play a Rippin' Julius. They've always been able to play Rippin' Julius. I'm not sure they've yep. ever not. Uh, but that's my point, though. They can play all these songs well. And we're coming into New York City in just, uh, what, a less than a week? Yep. Right? I, I don't I don't know tour dates. I think that's right. Less than a week. Six, six and, days or so. And they're playing how many nights in New York? Seven. Seven, Seven nights. And do we think they're going to play no repeats? I don't think that's a guarantee, but I do think they're going to play very few repeats and it's going to take some songs and everybody's going to be happier if they don't fuck them up because they haven't played them before. So, (laughs) and, and, and I don't really think they're going to screw them up because I think fish is playing at a really high level right now as demonstrated. And I'm sorry, they didn't play a five song first set. I would like a five song first set. I think they would like the feeling of a five song first set or five song second set or whatever. And I think they enjoy that, but that's not all that fish does. And we should know that by now. Yep. I think that's a really good point. And I do think the, the, the point you made about them playing these songs better and, and more precisely, I guess, which is like, I'm not really one of those people, but there are those people, you know? So it's sort of like, you can't, you can't hold it against them for playing, a lot of songs if your thing is that they play the songs you know if they're if 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 your thing is like i don't like flubs then you know you should be happy about this set because like it's they were all really well played songs but you can't be like which complaint do you want to hold on to the most or maybe have none i think this is probably the least flubby tour in like a long time and i don't i like i don't care about it's a quality doesn't matter to me 
I, it, I am like 50% on flubs. Sometimes they really yeah. take me out of it. It's true. But I try to not harp on them. Can we because make a t-shirt I that says this that these are human rock and roll players. Can we make a t-shirt that says I'm half, I'm half sold on flubs? <laughs> I think that could be good. If somebody um, makes a t-shirt, I will wear it. So, so I just want to, the only thing I have to say about the set is that I like that. Um, what was most impressive to me is that there's these variation in set closers, you know, and it's not, um, it's not new by any stretch, but like, <clears throat> reminds me like the Ruby waves set two closer the night before, you know, it's like not, that hadn't closed to set before. Yeah. And like, it doesn't have to be hood. It doesn't have to be slave. It doesn't have to be character zero. Like, and that was a great jam. And I just, I feel like this sand first set closer, which I think sand does close the first set, you know, sometimes, yeah, but, but it's just, Oh man, that's a great jam. There's no, there's no prescription for like how to end a set, and they they seem to just be doing it well most of the time with like whatever song they choose, which I just think is yeah. really cool. I think the only prescription of how to end the set is somewhere between seventy three and seventy nine minutes um, <laughs> right now, <laughs> but but that's okay. Um, it's I think that's it's working for them, and I'm absolutely all for mixing up set closers set openers too um i have think i've said on this podcast i'm sure i've said to you that i am not a huge fan of first tube because mm -hmm. they played it so often in like a closing position that when you hear the beginning of first tube you know exactly what's going to happen for the next several minutes and probably the show's going to end yep 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 like you well, played in the middle i i'm yep. more able to enjoy that Thing that's exactly going to happen yeah that yeah. you know because that, that's what that song does so well i think you can't up. complain about the about you know too many songs if if they're using a song like sand like in the same way that they would use ruby waves the night before like they're they're doing it right i think for the most part although i do have a slight i'm not like a person who has problems with shows but i do have a slight problem with the end of the second set which we can talk about but I think this first set's totally fine. And I think to end with a ripping sand that really like comes in at the very end and a beautiful close, like it's just, a, it's a great way to end the set. So I, I feel like, I don't know about you. It sounds like you thought that the first set was like pretty good pretty and good. fun because they had banter. I felt like they were just well, starting to get locked in with sand. I think that it was good and fun, period. Uh, components that add to it were songs that ripped, songs that were fun. Songs that were well played, also banter, great sand to wrap the whole thing up, and a good larf with uh, ass hand. It always, always love a little, little fishman gag. So, and that song is a fish is fully a fishman gag, right? So, it's cool. Yeah. We, we talked about this like before, but this this tour has a lot of classic kind of little. They're injecting it, and we need it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. The world needs a laugh. The world needs a laugh, and and you know, Fishman's always down to provide it. Um, okay, so second set, Jonathan, we have everything's right into Soul Planet, into Twist, into most events aren't planned. Monsters debut, two thousand one into rock and roll. The encore is grind, tube into ghost. Um, this, you know, I don't know if you hear this in the same way I do, but I feel like this everything's right jam. This kind of like is, um, I guess maybe representative of this theme that I have heard all tour, which is like, it kind of starts off in that typical, you know, kind of rock jam where they're all just kind of pushing forward. And, uh, 
in the in the key that they're in. Um, but I feel like this tour, particularly, like Trey will let off the gas with his soloing a little bit, you know, and go back to chords, and then Paige picks it up either on the piano or on the synths or whatever. And then Trey kind of like you can hear him kind of like riding the wave of Paige's playing, which he he described that to us in Undermine about about um, 1997. But and I just I feel like he's like his effects also Trey's effects are following mics and pages as opposed to some previous tours where he would be like out front with his like effects, which sometimes would make sometimes would like make him on his own little Island, you know, sonically. And then that yeah, kind of, they like, would have to maybe go to him. Yeah. Or, or they'd like the jam would or end not. And go into something else. Yeah. You know, I just feel like it's, and I don't know, like maybe that is how it is a lot of the time and I'm just hearing it differently, but I'm curious about your thoughts on that. Maybe both. Um, you know, I, I definitely hear that. And I hear that here. I heard it in the Bowie the night before last. Um, you know, definitely Trey is not always, you know, leading the caravan. You know, he's, he's settling in, riding in the pack, letting somebody else move up and then following them good listening i mean it's always good listening i think uh great listening right now fishman is delivering big and he's always inspiring and pushing the whole band i think and trey is uh is eating it up uh i love this everything's right jam i think it is it was phenomenal i just on first listen last night i was like we just heard a thing um and i was excited to go back to it today um i even was like do i need to listen to this whole first set because <laughs> i missed some of the first set last night i was webcasting but i was out uh and got home kind of in the middle of the set um and i did actually listen to the set but uh really wanted to get back to this everything's right and it rips and when they dropped into soul planet i know i texted our group like uh wow i bet there's going to be some people on the internet who are just moaning yeah, not because the everything's right. Everything's right was awesome, but you know that's what they do when you hear the beginning of Soul Planet, and invariably <laughs> I was right. Yeah, I, yeah, I, definitely. I, I'm gonna here's a generic tweet slash what are they called? Toot they call them on Mastodon, but you know mm-hmm. generic post mm-hmm. from Fish Fan. Uh, oh man, Soul Planet. If the jams in this weren't so good, I'd really be mad. <laughs> <laughs> and this one uh, has a that... nice little jam. It wasn't as big as the Everything's Right, but it was good. Is that a joke post or was that real? I think that's real. I think people wow. mean that. I think yeah. they're like, don't love. Maybe there's people who don't love the song. I think the song is fine and fun. Yeah, but they love the jam, which of course I also do. So they're like, I guess we'll take it. I'm like, yeah. Well, I do. I do think this is a. Um, I think there's something here where, first of all, in my in my listening at least, Trey's been trying to push into Soul Planet like in a lot of jams, this tour and like yeah. he does it in the everything's right, like 15 minutes into it. And then they just kind of go beyond it. But I feel like eventually they like gave in and they were like, all right, it's going to happen. He he's leaned into it a couple of times. Yeah. Um, yeah. And somebody called, called it the other day. It was like a mic nixed it. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I don't, yeah. you know, we don't, we don't know what that dynamic played out, how that dynamic yeah. played out on stage, but I, I respect what they heard. And uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's fun. But I do think there's, um, I don't know, the the Soul Planet, like, it's it's an interesting, 
It's an interesting jam. There, there's cool, there's yeah. cool stuff happening there. So, you know, I, I, I agree with that person who said that, you know, the jam is good. So, you know, what are you going to do? You can only do yeah. so much. Yeah. Enjoy it and enjoy the twist that doesn't go deep, but you know, rocks, uh, follow. Yep. And, yep. Uh, twist is good. I love, I love, I've always wanted it this way. I mean, I think this, there was an MSG show. We got most show. events aren't planned this time. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> most events aren't planned. I, I like there was like an, them, so they're they're all I like all the page songs and that's I'm probably yeah. in the minority there but I think there was not a, a not in this podcast today no not today but I do think there was an MSG show um, recently that I really loved or maybe it was a Dix show where they played this and I just feel like Paige's songs just get you know they they're they're not properly appreciated and I, I think that's maybe just an an ongoing problem for me because I, I think you know I think he's pretty awesome. I think that they deserve, and I'm not one, I don't like to second guess jams or lack thereof, right? But I think it would be there. I think there are opportunities in songs like this. And uh, I always wanted it this way, which has seen a little bit more of it for some jamming that is atypical of what they're playing. And although at times, you know, I feel like they've been, they've, there definitely are fist jams that, touch close to what these songs do at their core so i don't know yeah i think these songs are i think they're great um Um, can i can we ask can i ask you about this comment from mike ralston fish is kind of sounding like the good 2003 sound which is awesome how do you feel about that it's an interesting comment um and i i think that he's referring to like the summer 2003 uh or maybe the spring which is really more of a winter tour um the winter tour, I guess we'll call it, ends mm-hmm. on March 1st after mm-hmm. all. Uh, and yeah, there was a lot of willingness to jam. Uh, the band was engaging well with one another. And um, I so I, I get that. Um, the material is so different. Like the stuff that is spurring the jams is, is so different. Um, like the idea that we have a, what is it, eight-minute ghost in the encore as opposed to it being you know the centerpiece of the show um but it's not a crazy notion um, i just this, yeah, okay ahead. can we just talk about the, the rest of the set though because yeah that's actually where i was going okay uh, because i wanted to say that um i really love monsters like i think that's a great song the solos that trey played on it like the solo the guitar bits are great. I think the music's good. It's kind of creepy, kind of heavy, but you know, it all, it, yeah, I think it's a great tune. I can't wait to hear it again. I think um, it's a really good, good tune. And I, I agree. I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing like more of these, these new songs. And I do think we've said this a lot. Like it is the, it's how this keeps, keeps being interesting. I think for two Are we at seven debuts now. Sounds about right. I haven't yeah, done I the mean, math. I don't math. No, not not doing that. Math's for computers. Um, there, there's been one like almost every show, though, right? Just about. So Three. I think we're. I think Brian said we were at like six. Just maybe yesterday. Maybe it was seven yesterday. I don't know. We're 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 whatever it is. If they play any more, then my guess was wrong for the tour because I think I said seven, and uh, they're really racking them up, which is they great. Are. I, th- I think uh, it's I think it's six if you can if you consider I think it's seven. Well, I, would you count um, 
would you count the fish the fishermen when lights went out in Georgia? Do you count that? Yes. I have okay. you have to. Sorry. You have to. <clears throat> no, it's okay. You don't have to apologize to me. Um, I, I'm apologizing makes, to myself because that I think that makes, I'm gonna miss my mark. I think that means six. So uh, there'll probably be another one tonight in Syracuse. Yeah, um, okay. So I have a I, I think the monsters is really good. I'm wondering if it kind of affected their ability to kind of like round out the, the end of the second set because I feel like this 2001 rock and roll grind tube ghost is sort of like it just felt a little bit like like running through the motions and I also I just want to apologize to all the fans going to Syracuse for that for losing tube and ghost to of uh, short encore versions. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, I can. I think that the only people who have any reason to be disappointed are those people um, yeah. because they they do they do not have a shot at seeing those two songs expand in the first or second sets of yeah. tonight's show. Uh, but otherwise, uh, I, I mean, there's a story to be told, a case to be made in the you know what is it in the alternate universe where after monsters they played 2001 and it went for 15 minutes and closed the set right that's yep. that's an that's a universe that probably exists somewhere and yep. i envy the people who are there except for the fact that they all have to breathe water which is a weird it's a weird universe um but the um sorry too many multiverse movies these yeah days. yeah uh i i think it's fine i think it's fine i didn't hate it i i had fun watching it I had fun listening to it. Um, it's not the high, my highlight of the show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the encore, I enjoyed the encore. I know they had rehearsed. It's in the sound check notes on fish.net. They had rehearsed grind as well as uh, memory. That was a memories and something else. Um, memories in Carolina. Uh, mm, wow. So I, I won't say i wasn't kind of thinking oh man maybe they'll play carolina they did not and so we are <laughs> but grind is really cool and they they have they had a you can tell they're just enjoying it yeah and uh and they could have walked off the stage after that yeah they could have walked off the stage after tube is there is there a curfew like why, why not just play tube and just kind of like do an, a little bit like what what's the what do you think? I mean, we we don't know, but like why why know. a seven minute ghost at the end? Maybe it's just not connecting, you know. Yeah. And they were yeah. like, uh, well, we let's play, let's do something else. This. I yeah. honestly feel like Trey started wanted to play Santos. <laughs> Interesting, <laughs> but they did just play that in Wilmington. I don't I don't I, I don't know that he did try to play Santos. Uh, yeah, but the, that first chord like. Makes me go. They just played that, and then oh no, this is Ghost. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Well, so I guess the well, first of all, they they play their third twenty minute jam of the of the tour. I think that means that they're listening and and you know raising money for kids' edu music education, which I appreciate. Um, still call still calling the under. I do think I think Brian, Megan, and I all end up ended up going with six total, and I, I feel like we're on track for more than six. I what was swear the, somebody said like fourteen or some nonsense. Maybe, uh, maybe I, we were on that that one. Oh yeah, that was that was the the recap that you and Megan and I did. I think we all ended up at six. Maybe someone else ended up at fourteen. 
no, no. The one where you guys did it, I was watching. I don't think I was on it. Um, I wrote down Jonathan, but I probably meant Brian. I think I gave okay. my answer later. Okay. So how many do you yeah. think, how many 20 minute gems do you think we're getting now at this point? Now we have. So I haven't given a data. number. I've only said that the over under is at 10 and they're doing, they're going to, they're coming under. They're coming under 10. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to see what happens I'm because there's no real to be wrong on this point. <laughs> it's a good one where you don't have any real, you know, there's no real. Like they'd be really totally, we, I win either way. Yeah, exactly. Um, Okay. <laughs> Is there anything else about this show before we wrap, Jonathan? Uh, probably, but I don't know what it is. Average debut years, 2005. That's, uh, you know, last night, or night before last, it was 2001. So they pushed a little later, newer songs. Um, I would, oh, Brian did ask us to note that this is his, you know, on the spot ranking as fifth best jam of 2023. Um, which is, uh, I don't know. It's just kind of up there. Yeah. I was surprised. I was surprised to see that. Um, and I'm, I'm glad I'm, I'm yeah. happy about it. I need to go back. I need to like, that's a cool thing. when a show like this happens, back. like I want to go listen again, you know? Right. I, I, I got to yeah. listen to that. Everything's right again. I'm going to go do that right now. So everyone else should do that too. And then we'll be back here tomorrow morning for a Syracuse recap. All right. Have fun in New York, anybody who's in New York. Otherwise, have fun wherever you are. Hi, this is Henry Kay, host of the number one music history podcast, Rootsland. Come with me on a journey to Kingston, Jamaica, where we explore the world of reggae music and the untold stories of some of the genre's greatest legends. From the ghettos and tenement yards where the music was born to the island's iconic recording studios. We are so excited to team up with Osiris Media the leading storyteller in music. Because as you'll hear, sometimes the story is the best song. What's up, everybody? I am Finn McKenty, host of the Punk Rock NBA podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. My podcast is all about doing what you love for a living. And every week, I sit down and talk to people who have done exactly that. For example, musicians like Tommy from Between the Buried Me, Matt from Periphery, Lil Lotus and Shinigami, among many others. Photographers, artists, designers, YouTubers like Glenn Fricker and Sarah Dietschy. And I unpack exactly how they got to where they are today with the goal of helping you do the same. So if that sounds cool, you can listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com and I'll see you there.